Welcome to Black, White, and Mixed, a podcast about race and culture in America. We are recording from Greensboro, North Carolina. I'm your host, Doug Ogden, and I'm here with my friends, Brandon Johnson. And some other place. And Kenny Roberts. What up? Where are you, B? Where are you uh, I just Where you is? Uh, I've just been following Shohei. Shohei Otani? Yeah. What's he doing? Shohei. He's just being a baller. Who is that? Man. Uh, baseball player for the Anaheim Angels, California Angels. Angels. I, I forget they is changed the their location. Uh, What's that? Is that the big dude? Is that the big dude that was doing it super slow? No, no, uh, no, no. What's he talking about? The that dude. Um, the video that you showed. The video that we watched with the dude that throwing throwing. Oh, right, right, right. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, this is a. Um, is it Japanese? Slow balls. I think so. Japanese. I think Japanese uh, baseball player that came yeah. to the states a couple years ago. He was talked about um and really like highly praised because he's a pitcher and a fielder and he's like a power hitter and the comparisons they're making are babe ruth which mm-hmm. is mount rushmore in baseball i mean he's yeah he's like one of the all-time greats. bambino great bambino the big bambino the salt and the swat um <laughs> but anyway so that that's not really a thing anymore like you're either a pitcher or you're a fielder and you hit you know what i mean like nobody really does both at the major league level Mm-hmm. Um, but he has been doing both in Japan and just absolutely murdering it. Mm. So he came here with a lot of like praise, but also like a lot of skepticism, like, oh, he's not going to be able to do it here. And he's been a couple years, and he's had some struggles, but he's doing it now. And he's mm. He was doing it beast. then, but then he had to do, he had to get Tommy John's. Yeah, major surgery, major injury. What's Tommy John's? So it's a... Is it rotator cuff? I think it's your rotator cuff. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. It's a typical oh, thing in baseball. Yeah. And it's yeah, specifically oh, the, why it has a nickname. Probably so, yeah. Like, yeah. Um Yeah, I wouldn't go down that way. So anyway, uh he's playing for the Angels and he's doing a good job. Word up. It's awesome. Well I hope he gets better with his Tommy Jars. They um they just cut Albert Pujols. Yeah. Which is a bummer because I'm I'm a Cardinals fan. Because yeah. of his last name. Is that why they cut him? Maybe, but they also signed him <laughs> with that same last name. <laughs> For a lot of money, right? A lot like of money, 250 yeah. $250 million? 10 years, $250 million, something like that. And he's Whoa. like maybe eight or nine years into his contract, and he's 40, yeah. so he's he's coming to the end of his you know career mm-hmm. anyway. But when he spent the first 10 years of his career with the Cardinals, he was lights out. I mean, he was one of yeah. the best hitters we'd ever seen. He was mm. on pace to break all these records. And then the Cardinals decided not to give him. They made an offer for that close to that and then the mm-hmm. angels were like no we got to get this guy and he's had some good times but he went to like nine all-star games in 10 years with the cardinals and in the last 10 years with the angels he went to one mm. so he really really super fell off and i'm bummed because even though he left my favorite team i liked him as a player and as mm-hmm. a person he's really involved in the community in st louis and he and his wife have like a nonprofit foundation great great dude um unfortunate last name um but anyway so the angels what is it Pujols. The smile on Kenny's face. Um, so the Angels just cut him because his, he's really taking a, a dip here at the end of his career. Um, so I'm, I'm kind of bummed for him. But he's still going to the Hall of Fame. He's had a great career. Yeah. But 
As y'all can see, I'm I'm really knowledgeable about baseball <laughs> and Tommy Johns. So yeah. if you have any questions, Tommy's you can Tommy's Johns. Tommy's Johns. Tommy's Johns? No, Tommy's John. Tom <laughs> Oh right, Tommy's Johns. Tommy's two Johns. Tommy's and Johns. Tommy's Johns. <laughs> it's Tommy Johns. Tommy Johns. Yeah. Is that like to oh it's real road? We need a uh never mind. We need like a, a real time fact checker to look up because I'm I'm worried that it's not rotator cuff. But okay. oh well, we can just be wrong. We can just sit with we it and be, be wrong. Do you have any other baseball related questions you'd like to ask us? Who's on first? Um, That's a classic. Pooh so holes you know. plays first base. Does he? <laughs> Maybe not anymore. <laughs> no, not anymore. He doesn't play anymore right now. Shoulder. Yeah, I, yeah, I don't have any elbow any baseball. Mm -hmm. Oh, elbow. Elbow. Mm. It's in the elbow. Um, wow. I don't have any baseball-related questions or anything like that um, because I'm pretty sure I know everything there is to know about baseball. Oh, cool. And so you could, like, ask me a question. Okay. If you want it because I'm such a, a baseball aficionado. Today's but, pitcher? Yeah. For any team. No, no. T today's pitcher. Yes. Who's catching tomorrow? Today's pitcher. Who's catching tomorrow? This is part of the who's on first routine. Who's catching oh. tomorrow? Tomorrow's the pitcher. <laughs> I mean, today's the I catcher. Never, I who's never. catching tomorrow? Today. No. Who's catching tomorrow? Today. Today. That's part of that routine. Uh -huh, What's yeah. on second? I don't know who's on third. Why is playing shortstop? Third base. Third base. I don't even think I know that. Um, all right, a I real baseball-related question. Yeah, I mean. What does it mean to win the Triple Crown? Oh, my gosh, man. When you win the Triple Crown, okay. it's, it's like winning three crowns in a row, but what happens is you win those three crowns all at once. Uh-huh. So that's why I said, like, the definitive article, the triple crown. I see. You know? And so, like, essentially, it's a really to, hard thing like, to do. Is it related to, like, dentistry? Like, crowns in your teeth? No, 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 oh, okay, no. Okay. It's like a literal, like, it's it's a baseball accolade, you know? <laughs> Yep. Why, why are you looking at me like that? No, I'm just listening. It's, I'm just trying to drop some wisdom. Yeah, I want to But learn. it's a baseball accolade. You know what I'm saying? When you win the Triple Crown, everybody wants to win the, the Triple Crown. Sure. You know what I'm saying? Big time. So. But it's an, uh, a, a, a real physical crowns. Yes. I see. But you win them all at once. And so they, like, they stack them. Because you know how you can, like, stack your team? Uh-huh. When I you win it, they stack the crown. I'm learning so many things it's right a, now. Dude, I'm telling you, it's nothing. Whew. You got any other? This is the thing. Like, Doug has been watching baseball, like, probably all his life and stuff. Mm -hmm. I've been watching it for a little while, and I feel like I've learned, like, so much. Yeah. Maybe more than he's known since he, anyway. So. Yeah, I didn't even know you could stack the crowns. Yeah. Yeah. It's like when Diglett turns into Doug Trio, and it goes from one crown exactly to three. To three. Who are Diglett and Doug Trio? Pokemon, duh. Oh, see, that's good. I don't know about that. You could ask me about Pokemon. I know. I know everything. 
You know everything about Pokemon? Everything. Oh, okay. I, I, w- I wonder if one expert is enough per episode. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you can also win a triple crown in Pokemon when you z- zing zang. <laughs> no, listen. When you're in Zop. When Zooey. Zip, zop. Zooey. <laughs> when you're in the middle of a, a card fight and your buddy plays a didgeridoo and mm. you're like, oh, I see your didgeridoo. I'll raise you a Pikachu. Pikachu. <laughs> That's a triple crown. Zip, zop, zoo. You're right. You're right. You're right. Zip. You're right. You don't know that I'm right because you don't know that. I just taught you that. You didn't know that. You're right. That's what I'm saying. You just taught me. <laughs> you're right. You're right. You're That's right. what I'm saying. I'm just... I'm just astounded by your Pokemon knowledge. Uh, I appreciate that. So, yeah. How y'all... Go ahead. No, you go. No, I was just saying, how y'all feeling? What's good? Yeah, what's good? It's good to be back. Are y'all affected we back. by the gas shortage? I went and got gas today in my wife's car. Um, And there were lines. Like, at the, the two gas stations I went to, I had to wait. People doing lines? So there were people in lines. In line for gasoline. For gasoline. Do you guys say waiting in line or waiting online? In line. In line. Who was yeah. that online? In line. I, I've heard it many times. Are you serious? Yeah, yeah. So I'm at the grocery store. I'm waiting online. One. Oh, no, no, no. They meant they were on their phone. <laughs> no, they didn't. <laughs> I've been waiting. I'm on, pretty sure. I would say I've um, been waiting online one for 10 minutes. Okay, yeah, that's fine. Um, would I say that waiting in line? No, I would say that as well. I've been waiting on line one. But that, that to me sounds like a telephone. It's a, it's a telephone. Yeah. But I've heard people like when they're physically standing in a line, they say I'm online. And that's wrong. Or I'm queuing like, up. Or queuing that's up. Wrong. Yeah. But even queuing up, that's like a, a different way of phrasing it. I have not been affected by the gas shortage as of yet. You? Is your tank full? No. Yeah. And you aren't going to fill it up? Um... I wasn't gonna wait in line, <laughs> or, on, or online. I wasn't gonna wait online. I wasn't gonna queue up. Mm. I don't know. I just think it's stupid. I feel like everyone the shortage is stupid. <laughs> the panic. He thinks the panic is stupid. Yes. Yeah. It's like uh, there are lots of things that I've come to find as like normal that one time at the disco. Greensboro. Remember, he thought that was so dumb when there panic. was that panic at the disco. <laughs> don't hit me. That was a good I'm joke. So, I'm so mad at you. That was a good joke. I'm so You're, mad you're mad that you that. didn't think of it. Brent's um, trying to pull something out. I think it's a... Brent, uh, before you do it, Kenny, guess what he's going to pull out? A dictionary. No, it's going to be a Panic at the Disco vinyl. Oh, nuts. Nailed it. Anna's very mad. Is she? Why? She's like, everyone here... She said everyone in North Carolina, or at least in Greensboro, thought that Panic at the Disco uh, was just terrible. And Except only, for those of us who've never heard only it. Only terrible people listen to it. So. I write sins, not tragedies. That's yeah, except for those of us who never heard her. Biggest songs. Okay, yeah. so Brand- Brandon's not a f- not a fan of the Panic. Yeah. No, I. It's just overhyped. I don't understand. Okay, here's the thing. Literally, hours ago, today is, today is the eleventh. Hours ago of May. The eleventh of May. <clears throat> hours ago, we had a an official. A North Carolina official say there is no gas shortage. Hmm. Seriously? Yes. They're like there is none. But What's so many attention? people. So no, that's the whole thing. They've opened up. They opened the like all four lines of Columbia. Okay, this is oh, all. Sweet. This all has to do with the Colum- or I think I it's Columbia that. 
Pacific pipeline. or whatever it is, the Columbia pipeline. There's, you know, it comes right through lots of different states, ransomware attack, blah, blah, blah. Along the East Coast. Uh, yes, along the East Coast, it bypasses Florida, but yes. So there was a mention that there could be some possible shortages going forward, but they didn't think that was going to happen. They thought it would be up and they'd be good. This all happened Thursday or Friday. Okay. Right? So here's here's the ridiculous thing. Everybody heard that, and everyone and their mother, which is what happens all the time in Greensboro, mm-hmm. well, North Carolina, it seems to be, but <clears throat> in yeah. Greensboro, right? It's Just like when, out. when we have snow, Oh my gosh! and everybody buys out literally all of the bread and all of the milk. The two most perishable things you could buy. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I've never understood that. Okay, so... It's the same thing with the yeah. gas shortage. So yeah. you're watching all these people, literally every car they have, ATVs, side by sides, <laughs> filling up the ten, their Doolies. ten gallon, like what, like ten gallon, like fuel, whatever, fuel like cans, fuel cans yeah. like just everything they could possibly think of. Right. And the gas, like gas stations, are not built for everything that you possibly ever had in your life. And then everybody to freak out and try and get gas at the exact same mm-hmm. time. Right. Which is exactly what happened. And now we actually do have a gas shortage. So I have oh a my question. Gosh. I have a question. How do y'all feel about that? What do you mean? How do I feel about it? Can't you tell Does how my he tone feels about it? <laughs> not invoke. Like, so. My feelings. This, And I guess this is kind of a layered question. Like, I want to know your thoughts. if Because, like, it was the same thing at the beginning of the pandemic. You know? Except, I told, well, I take it back. I, I take it back. I take it back. Because there actually was a pandemic. And so, but everybody was buying up all the toilet paper. I got to yes. get all of the, right. you know, right. paper towels. I got to get all of the hand wipes and hand right. sanitizer. You know what I'm saying? Yes. So I can stock up and store it. Yes. Like, how do y'all feel about, like, what are your thoughts on... I guess that phenomenon of something happens, and so now I have to go and buy up all of the things. I I think I feel like, and I want I want Doug to go. I'm just still hype. Yeah. Okay. I feel like it is perfectly natural for lots of people to hear something big or to find out about something. Right. Like you, <clears throat> you find out that a hurricane's coming through. It is completely natural to go through and be like, okay, I need to make sure I got some water. Sure. Make sure I got some, you know, food or whatever. For the next couple of days. Who knows what might happen? I don't know. So I need to make sure that I have some stuff. What is not natural is for somebody to go in and be like, I don't know what's going to happen in the next three days. I'm going to buy as much water as I could possibly buy, as much food as I can possibly buy. And I don't really care what other people need. I need to get like, there's only 12 cans of beans. I'm going to buy all 12 cans of beans. And you're like, mm. that's, that is the, that's a problem. Yeah. So it's like, at the beginning of the pandemic, there wasn't some like supply shortage, right? But everybody was freaking out, buying like as much toilet paper as they could possibly buy, as much disinfectant as they could possibly buy. When it's like you're gonna be at home, stay as at if home. They have four butts per person. No, I think more than that. <laughs> but I just I I hate like I this is why I, I hate humanity because it's like they we literally don't care about anyone else. It's mm-hmm. me and mine. And then we go, well, why is everyone going out? Like, why are people freaking out? And you're like, well, because you bought all the GD toilet paper. Like, I can't (laughs) take a shit in my house. That's right. right. I have to steal it from the restaurant. You know, Uh it's like, it's, I don't know. 
I it makes me very it's like it's the people that would be a, those people who are buying all the um they they were buying all of the uh um hand sanitizer like they were stocking all the, or they were they were going through there was like a a comp or these three guys and they drove from like Florida all the way up to Tennessee and they everywhere that they stopped they just bought all the hand sanitizer that oh was there. Oh my gosh! Mm. And then they started reselling it on Amazon for a ton of money. For like, I think I think it was like an eight ounce bottle was like twenty two dollars. God dog. And it's like, yeah. Mm. Capitalism. Yeah. <clears throat> that sounds honestly. I I thought about um like a, a onion sketch, or. Or I guess the onions. Uh, Does the onion do sketches? No, they don't do sketches. But I'm saying if they did, like, like so an maybe SNL, SNL, head, like an SNL headline. Yeah, yeah, you know, or a um, Mad TV article. Yeah, or something like that. <laughs> 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 a sketch. Yep. Where you have Robin Hood, but all they do, like they rob from the rich and give to the poor, but they only like steal like toilet paper and toothpaste and mm. stuff like that. So yeah. instead of money. Yeah. 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 Other, uh, other necessities. Right. Other I feel necessities. Like that'd be um Yeah, I dig that. Yeah. I Is dig that. that. What are you, what are your thoughts, I Douglas? Like it doesn't make you just pissed off? Uh it, it definitely bothers me. Um yeah, I would say I understand the I don't really understand the panic, especially in this situation where it's like, all right, there's not a gas shortage, like and then people still freak out. That that I don't get. That that's I don't understand that. But I do understand when people are like, "Oh my gosh, I gotta make sure," you know, whatever. The the over like the overreaching of it is super bothersome to me. So I I get that. When I was in high school in Florida, we had four hurricanes in like two months. This was like two thousand three or two thousand four. Why would anybody live in Florida? Sorry, go this ahead. is awesome, man. It was like Ivan and Charlie and Fran and I'm sorry, whoever that fourth one was. You you still meant a lot to me, but I can't remember. <laughs> <laughs> and I remember having to like drive um like an hour and a half away and wait in to uh, not Florida. No, to still Florida. Oh, well. Um you've, you've you've never driven through Florida before. It takes a long time. Oh, I have. It does time. take a long, it takes a long time. time. I've driven from Raleigh to Tampa, right? To yeah, yeah, yeah. From Raleigh went? to Tampa, but we I've also driven from Raleigh to Orlando yep. and back. Yep. So yeah, yeah, once you hit the state line, if you're going to Orlando or Tampa or especially Miami, which I know you've done, you just driving for a long time. Yeah. Long time. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, so I remember going like an hour, hour and a half away and waiting in line for two to three hours to get like five gallons of gas. Like literally, it was like maybe not five because that wouldn't even be worth it. But like there was a there was a limit. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? They would right. like cap the fuel tanks at like ten or twelve gallons, right. so you couldn't come up there and just get a hundred gallons. Like there was a shortage because of the hurricanes, and you know. And so I I understand the idea that like oh we got to be prepared we got to be protected but most often and and disasters happen so you know I guess it's a catch 22 you know the boy who cried wolf you don't prepare and then you know this might happen I've lived in North Carolina for over 10 years um the shelves have been emptied for hurricanes that turned out to be a whole lot of nothing here snowstorms that turned out to be a whole lot of nothing here and so it's just more annoying to me than anything. The pandemic is is an interesting example because people were really like going without because of that, because of the the panicked reaction and people that had the means and resources to buy a lot of stuff 
we're buying up too much. Mm-hmm. And so I don't really know how to regulate that. So that that part of it is frustrating to me. Normally, like in this situation, like I've got less than half a tank in my truck. I, I could not be less worried about it. Like it, it doesn't even occur to me to like go get gas. Like I just, you know, like I, I, I asked the guys that work today to fill up the trucks just, you know, to be like prepared right, and stuff. Right, on the safe A side. smart business move. Yeah, sure. You know, but for me personally, like I, 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 whatever the opposite of like feeling panic is, that's me. And like to an extreme, like lethargy. I, what's that? Lethargy. Yeah, but also like, Intentional. I'm gonna get gas in two days when I need it, and I don't think that's gonna be an issue. <laughs> you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. and maybe this won't age very well if I'm stuck on the side of the road because there's that's a gas right, shortage. Right. You know? look, look, we'll check back. Yeah, in like we'll, a week, we'll, we'll know by the time this comes out. But, <laughs> but all that to say, like, I'm not a worrier in in most areas of my life. I'm not a worrier, and and definitely in this, I'm like, I don't even drink milk or eat bread, so I'm definitely not gonna rush out and go buy it just because there's a snowstorm coming. Yeah, or water or vegetables, right? But anyway, how do you feel about it, Jeff? Yeah, I'm no, I'm I'm right there with you guys. I it it made me think about um. There's this um. I'm trying to remember when it was. I don't remember if it was in in the Bible in in like Deuteronomy or something like that, and God's giving the the people of Israel, um, like the instructions for. Um, for like Passover or something like that, and he's like, "Yo, this is how you gotta. This is what you gotta do with the lamb, and how you gotta kill the lamb. And if you got more, you know what I'm saying, like lamb, then you got people in your family share it with your neighbors. You yeah, know, split with the neighbor, and y'all yeah. share it. You know what I'm saying? And like you see these different occurrences over and over again, where like God is like telling the people of Israel, like only get what you need." I'll provide for the rest of it. You know what I'm saying? Because he's a socialist. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, God is a socialist. I'm going to get a shirt that says, God is a socialist. I'm just kidding. You'll get some, but, um, you'll get some mad yeah, hate. You'll, be <laughs> you'll get some <laughs> mad hate. Yeah, right. People get so mad. They're be like, God is a capitalist. Anyways. <laughs> but, <laughs> bruh, anyways. But, uh, but yeah, so anyway, you see all of these different instances where, you know, you know, God is like teaching the people of Israel uh, in the Bible, like, yo, get what you need, like with the whole manna thing. You know what I'm saying? He was like, yo, get what you need. Like, don't gather more than what you need, blah, yeah. blah, blah. And then, well, it didn't like, even matter. It when people would do it, anyway. <laughs> well, when people would do it and, you know, they would get more than what they need, like, it was all like, all that excess that they had would just grow maggots and all that. You know what I'm saying? Right. And it's I like, that was the meat. Nah, that the was the manna. Disappeared. That was the manna too. I think. I don't know. Either way, know. something had maggots. But in the principle is the same. The, like, take right, what the, you need. Yeah, right. Get what you need. Don't take extra. Don't take extra. Yeah. And and care for somebody else with the extra. You know what I'm saying? Like, sure. So I like I've kind of adopted that same mentality just in the sense yeah. of like we didn't go out buying all the toilet paper and so we got what we needed. Right. You know, and then like. We let people know on next door, like, yo, you know what I'm saying? If anybody run out of toilet paper, whatever, we got it. That's cool. You know what I'm saying? We we'll slide We're not going to give it to you. But we <laughs> have it. Yeah, you we know just want to remind you that we, we got it. We got it balling. <laughs> that's right. That's how we do that. That's that's how I show my wealth. I, I drive around with like just stacks of plywood or stacks of two by fours mm-hmm. in, my, uh, in my trunk. Cause I'm a have you seen those rappers that started wearing toilet paper rolls around their neck? 
No. I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, anyway. It's the new ice. Um, <laughs> so that's interesting because that, that leads me to the idea that, like, like that same principle. So I grew up pretty low income. You mm. know what I mean? Some might say poor. But, and that's like a mentality that into adulthood I, like, recognize. Mm. So... I mean, until I got married, I like the concept of saving did not occur to me. Like, I, I just just wasn't a thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because you only have enough to get by. Right. And you figure it out the next day or the next week, you know? Right. So having a steady income and being an adult and having to take care of other things and prepare for the future and all that, I literally have had to, like, try to retrain my brain. And there are things about it that I kind of like. So, for instance, I remember growing up, whatever was in our house, if you came in our house, like, you you, you got got it. Like, there was, there was no concept that, like, this is ours and this is not yours. I remember yeah. my brother and I gave our PlayStation away because a friend of ours wanted our PlayStation. Like, uh-huh. and I was in high school, and we, like, just gave it away. Wow. Yeah. Because it was just that mentality of, like, there is nothing that's mine. Everything is ours. There's that line of blind spotting when he sells all the uh, curling irons. And he gives mm, them metal. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I would never. <laughs> he gives some to his buddy, and he's like, "Nah, man, you work for that." And he's like, "Come on, man, you know how family work. I get some, you get some." Mm. That that that's my mentality. Such a great movie. Oh my oh, god, such a good movie, man. I so watch that again. And, and honestly, I like that. Like I, yes. I like that concept, and I like that yes. mentality, and I think there's a lot of good to it. But I have I have wrestled with how to apply that similar principle in adulthood mm-hmm. when it comes to thinking about the future or retirement or all these kind of things. You know what I mean? Where it's like, I really don't know what the right answer is because for me personally, growing up the way that I did, I would rather, and this may seem crazy, but I would rather err on the side of not having than having too much. Mm-hmm. The idea that I'm going to be insulated, protected, and cared for at the expense of those around me mm-hmm. or people that I love, I cannot truck with that. Like, that that bothers me. You know what I mean? Right. But it can also lead to irresponsibility where I don't have anything in my savings account or I spend more right. than I, you know what I mean? So I'm not saying that 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 one is, is you know, good, all good, and one is all bad. But for me, I, I, I wrestle with that balance. Yeah. And I just think it's interesting, and I'd be curious to see what y'all think about that because – that same kind of principle is maybe part of the reason why I don't panic is because I look at my, I'm like, I'm good. I don't need to go out and get anything. I got what I need. Right. Now, if I need toilet paper, I'm going to go out and get toilet paper. Right. But if I don't need it, I'm not going to go out and get it. You know what I mean? Right. And my entire concept of need was shaped by going without many times as a kid. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I remember in adulthood having conversations about how it was normal to have like our water and lights turned off. And then my friends were yeah. like, no, that wasn't normal. And I was like, oh, that's weird. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. And yeah, it wasn't normal. You know, Portia said on the podcast a couple weeks ago, when you grow up in dysfunction, yeah. like mm-hmm. function yeah. seems weird to you. And mm-hmm. I was like, oh, that's me, you know? Yeah. And and I, I have been able to co- sort of like, you know, have my brain retrained. I feel like I'm rambling now, but it's just an interesting thing to think about. And in adulthood, yeah. I'm answering those questions and trying to navigate like what it looks like to not be a hoarder, but also not be irresponsible. Does that make right. sense? Yeah. I think, that, yeah, go ahead. No, no, you go. I was just saying, I think there's a balance. Like, 
I'm I'm all about balance. You know what I'm saying? Well, like for y'all, y'all have kids, so you got you got more of that sort of like future thing, right? You responsibility know what I'm to so be aware of, about even like, more yo, so than I do. Well, yeah, you know what I'm saying because it's like, yo, I want like one. I think I think there's definitely a thing to to recognizing where you live, right? This may be different if we were in some other part of the world. Sure. You know, but the fact is we live in America. It's a capitalistic, you know, society, which I don't think that necessarily means you just wild out and do all the things that everybody say, like, yo, you need to do this or this is okay. Right. Or whatever. You know what I'm saying? But I think like based on on your belief or based on, um, you know, your worldview and how you decided that. You're supposed to navigate life. You make those balanced decisions based on that. You know what I'm yeah. saying? And so, like, for me, you know, I got a retirement account, sort of. You know, I ain't really managing it that well. Yeah. You know, uh, we need to do better. I actually, I need to get back with your boy um, because he texted me, and I haven't texted him back in, like, a month. <laughs> so, anyway, <laughs> financial planner. Um, so, I'm going to text you if you ever listen to this podcast. I got you, homie. Um <laughs> But, <laughs> you know what I'm saying, like, I got a small retirement account that I'm hoping, you know, would build up to, you know, prepare for retirement and things like that, right, for one. Um, you know, we want to save money for our kids to go to college, Um, you know, because, I mean, that's a thing in America, sort of, you know, like, I got mixed feelings on that, sort of. Sure. Yeah. I mean, college might exist. Still right, you know what I'm saying? College might exist still then, you know? And, you know, even maybe by the time my kids are old enough to go to college, college might be relevant. Yo, if we you know freeze Bernie Sanders in five years and then bring him back degree. in like 10 years, Bruh. justice doing that shit. Speaking of Florida, free. send him down to Disney World, get him down there with Walt Disney. Yeah, just put him on ice next to Walt Disney. There it is. All right, go ahead. You know what I'm saying? Cry his um, but <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but yeah, you know what I'm saying? So it's like I want to save for my kids to go to college, and I think that's just being wise. But I'm not going to do that at the expense of, you know, our family eating or if I know somebody else that need a meal, you know what I'm saying? Sure. I'm not going to, you know, like, I feel like there's a balance between looking at me and mine, you know, and our well-being and then bringing others along with you. Right. You know what I'm saying? And so if somebody else, if somebody, you know, is starving, you know, I'm going to do my best to get my kid good at baseball so he can get a scholarship and I'll, you know, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'll slide him a little bit of that, that extra cash. You know sure. what I'm saying? Sure. And so with some people might feel like, yo, that's that's ridiculous. You're doing that at the expense of your kid's education. Right. And things like that. This is the thing. Like, I didn't grow up, you know, I had loans for college and it took right. me a long freaking time to pay them off. Right. But praise the Lord. They paid off, boy. I got my degree. They paid off. Quick, you know quick what I'm saying? That the, I mean, for all you know, Justice might be the next Triple Crown winner. You you never know. Call back. You never know. You know what I'm saying? It's, I really hope that's not anything like like derogatory or bad. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? What do you mean? You know what it is. You already told us. What I was, was just kidding. Oh, of right, course it's right, not. Okay. It's stacked crowns. Cause it's crown on crown on crown. But um. Oh my. But <laughs> but yeah. So you know. So it's. I think it's balanced yeah, in, in all of that. that. Like you know, if I was freaking out about gas and making sure, oh, I got to make sure to meet. When my neighbor came over and asked for some gas, I wouldn't have gave it to him. Sure. You know what I'm saying? 
You would have or you wouldn't? I would not have. Oh, if you were if you were only freaking out. If I was only concerned about now, no, this is gold. Right. You know, or like, yo, you got to pay me for it. Right. You know? But the thing is, I'm, you know, I'm, there is a level, a level of concern just because it's like, all right, we got to be, I, my wife got to get to work. I got to get to work. We got to get the kids daycare. Of course. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I'm going to fill up her car. You know what I'm saying? But me, that's sort I of wasn't like, as concerned about me. Right. But that's sort of like, no, this is mine. You can't have any. That's what you're talking about, B. That's so like disappointed about humanity is that there's this like anti-neighborly sort of attitude right. about it when it comes to like accumulating for me. So that I'm, you know, insulated and cared for and protected right. at the expense of those in my community. Yeah, that's what I feel like you're. Yeah, I mean, is directed I, at. it's like it's like I feel like you taking your car to get filled up because it needs to get filled up is totally normal sure. and fine. And you might even have like an extra layer of like, oh, I heard that there might be a shortage. I mean, I mean, I filled up my car today. Yeah, I, I was like, I'm on a quarter tank, and hmm, will I be able to go? Here, I don't know. Yeah, I should. Yeah, I'll just stop. You know, when I'm out, and I'll stop. And if there's if there's gas, then I'll get it. Yeah. And I feel like that is totally normal, especially if you're thinking of like, I heard that there was a shortage, or that there could be a shortage. Like, I'm gonna get some gas. Sure. What I think is ridiculous is when you then go home and get like your third car that you don't drive very much, mm-hmm. right? And the gas cans, and the ATV because you want to go out this weekend, mm-hmm. and you you know like you're doing all this extra stuff. Yeah. Meanwhile, people are still just like, I I can only put $10 in this, right. and there's no gas. I can't find any gas, right. and I only have $10 to put in it when I find gas. Right. So I got to drive an extra 15, 20 miles to a gas station so that I can put $10 worth of gas in it and then drive 15, 20 miles back. Right. I, you know, yeah. like you just used it. You just right. burned it up. Yep. Right. So for me, to, to me... I, I feel like I have a very uh like mixed perspective and off, often I have to Yeah, that's funny. <laughs> I heard it. Uh I have <laughs> to work I have to work to like sort of um I don't know, rewrite normalcy, kinda like what you were talking mm-hmm. about. Sure. There. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. for me, we grew up in Spokane, Washington, we grew up fairly poor. But when we moved to California, you know, my, my dad got a pretty stable job. My mom got a, a much better job um, in the military and stuff like that. And so, like, things sort of changed, but the mentality's never changed. Sure, uh-huh. right. And so, um, you know, the way that we saved money or used money was still very, like, kind of like what you were talking about. I was like, you know, it's, it's you, Doug. Um, it, it was normal to... <clears throat> have weird things happen, you know, like my right. mom would show up with whatever was on sale and we'd end up with, you know, six boxes of family sized plain Cheerios. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's like, that's what, that's, that's what you're eating, you know, is buy two, get three free or something ridiculous. And how would y'all you know? eat them? What do you mean? How? How would you eat in them? In a bowl with milk. I mean, in a bowl with milk, would you put the milk <clears throat> in before? Like, no. And like an animal? That's insane. Okay. So first of all, I never did that, but somebody said it on the internet, and I was like, yo, I just wanted to check and make sure that Nobody I wasn't that. sitting here with somebody that did that. No real person Number two, when you eat regular Cheerios, do you put anything on them? No, I wasn't allowed to. Seriously? Yes, seriously. Oh, we, the, <laughs> only way, the only thing I was allowed to put on any plane, like, it, so there was, there was the whole thing that you could only have, uh, we, like, we call them sugar cereal and non-sugar cereal. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And on the weekends, you could have sugar cereal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
So we would say things like, Mom, next time you see Rice Krispies on sale, like get Rice Krispies. And she'd get the Rice Krispies and you could take a spoonful of sugar mm-hmm. and throw it and on top of it, it and then yeah. just like shake the bowl and it would go to the bottom. It yeah. would. So yeah. if your mom came by, she could not see that there smart, was man. sugar in there That's and then smart. you could <laughs> just scoop it all the way down. <laughs> wow. And you would, is she, learning yo, is she gonna learn about this when she listens or does she know? She I don't know, is. she might have known. I'm sure that Tyler and I have talked she about it before. Beat you, but no, like I, 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 um, I have had the mentality for a long time that I have been actively working against of just like, you know, my family worked themselves ragged to like end up in a fairly stable place. Mm-hmm. Right? I'm like anybody can do it. You know what I mean? That's not true, right? And right. I understand that more as an adult. But like, there is this like there are certain things that that still is prevalent in my brain. One of them is like my car so you know i got a truck recently in the last year yep as like my normal daily driver and people ask for my truck all the time and as i mean i used to ask for doug's truck yeah (laughs) but my my whole thing is like if it's somebody's extra car right like if you have an extra truck yeah that's sitting there and like somebody wants to borrow it I probably don't have a problem. It's probably a beater or like a, it's not really like the thing that I necessarily need people to, you know, care about like the same way I would care about it. But if it's your daily driver, that's what you use to get to work. That's what you use to like get wherever you're going. Then I don't want to ask people mm-hmm. for that. And I don't want people to ask me. Right. Because mm-hmm. I'm like, I, it's not my extra car. So when you ask me, it means I'm not going to have my car. Right. And are you going to treat it the same way that I treat it? Probably not. Mm-hmm. Probably not. <laughs> yeah. So, like, I've always had that that thing in my head of where I'm like, I remember my dad saying, like, that's your car. You you don't let other people drive your car. Right. And so I'm a, like, that in Anna is the complete, literally, leaps and bounds. You can't get further from the opposite of, like, <laughs> yeah. You, you want to use it? Here you go. Here are yep. the keys. We're going to leave them outside. We'll leave them on top of the truck. <laughs> you just come by, pick it up, and go. We'll have it down on the street for how, you. How will you get to work? Oh, I can walk. I can, yeah, I'm good. And I <laughs> am like, no, absolutely not. Right. Um, but that so like, and that and I feel that way about my money too. Sure. I'm like, I, I, you can you can borrow my time. You can come in and and eat dinner with us. I'm gonna make food. Come on. You can, you know. I'll, so I'll help you out man. with everything, but mm. if you ask me for money, where it's a different question. Wow, mm. it's it's like no, I, no, I, no, I've got to go to work too. Sure, like I'm not, I'm not. If I'm rolling in like, you know, I'm I'm making a million a year, right? And That's I'm still different. just like living in my regular neighborhood, and people are like, hey, I just need a little bit of cash, and it's like, oh yeah, whatever. But would it be if if I did not continue to like the the problem with people making more money is that. They scale Nine up. Nine times out of ten, they just mm-hmm. scale up. So they actually don't have excess money still. Yeah. They're just because they just have immediately started paying more. Dude, that that's a whole other so, podcast for me. Like, right. I, I could talk about that for right for days and days and days. So I'm saying, so, if I'm still in my regular house, and I'm making a million, or, I mean, not even a million. Let's say I'm making three hundred thousand dollars a year, two hundred fifty thousand dollars right. a year. It's mm-hmm. a different question. Sure. Because I'm not, I'm not like at a regular. I, I'm not on par with everyone else. I'm like yeah. I'm on par with most people, if not less. So I'm like, yeah, I'm, <laughs> yeah, I'm not rolling in it. Right, right, right. I had to go to work. Right. 
I don't want to go. I hate going to work. You know, <laughs> I, I have to wake up early and I got to be there away from my kids. And I'm mm. doing st- you know, like, you know, I'm doing stuff that I don't necessarily always want to do. You know, mm. like I like my job. It's a good job. It's a good place to work. And I like the people that I work with. But, you, but it's the you know, it's still a job. Right. It's yeah. a job that you have to go to that takes away from some other thing. Like you go to work to pay so that you can eat, live somewhere. And then pay for, hopefully you have enough left over to pay for some hobby that you would rather be doing. Sure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's so good, man. Gosh, that's so good. That's about right. Yeah. That's about right. Before I forget, earlier I said I retrained my brain. I need to shout out my wife, Kristen, because she helped me retrain my brain. Mm. I, the reason I got a savings account is because she told me I needed a savings account. Mm, sure. So I didn't want to bounce out of this conversation before. There it is. No, Same. Give credit where credit is due. That's right. That's right. Um, well, so all that to say then, that I have... I have the mentality of like, I got to save. I need that. Right. I will give and do whatever I can do. But like, I mean, when I'm downtown and there's a homeless person, I am always like, no, but I'll go get, I'll get Jimmy John's. I'm going to Jimmy John's. Sure. I'll get you Jimmy John's. Yeah. Yeah. You want cash? No. No, I'm good. Which I think that's fair. And I think that's a prerogative thing. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, you got the prerogative to do it. You know, with with yours, what what you decide to do with yours, you know what I'm yeah. saying? And like, I mean, and I and I say that not not just to you, but I'm saying like people have the prerogative to do, you know, with their things what they decide to do with it. You know, I think there, I think there is a a mentality in America that's just a, you know, a a me and mine type mentality. It's not a communal. Totally. You know, type of thing. You know what I'm saying? And so, like... Yeah. I don't know. There's no... I think if that were if that were different, if there were a, um, a redrawing of the American dream, you know, that looked more communal, I think we would be in a much better place. Yeah, especially... You know what I'm saying? Yeah, especially when there's... Sorry, I cut you off. No, no, no. That's... that's Go ahead. Yeah, that's, yeah, that was that was my. Well, point. especially when there's there's so much like built in inequity and injustice. Right. You know what I mean. So it's right. like, in some cases, like me, it's not. In some cases, it's not a zero sum game, right? Like me going to work is not preventing someone else from going to work. Right. You know, you can go out. And, some people can go out and get a job, certain jobs. You know, all all whatever. But there is this concept that the road is easier for people than right. others. Um. The whole concept of generational wealth mm-hmm. and long term, like the fact that some people have enough money that their grandkids are never going to have to go to work. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. that's a real reality for some people. And for other people, they have to pay a dollar fifty to ride the city bus to get to work that pays eight fifty an hour. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean, right. and if they don't go, they will not eat tomorrow. You know what I mean, like right. it, it is like that for some people. Right. You know what I mean, right. and so the fact that there's so much disparity here in our country mm-hmm. and and throughout the world, but we're we're focused on you know our context, I, I think makes this a difficult conversation because you could sit down with somebody who is a millionaire and they could give you a bunch of what sound like legitimate reasons as to why they can't help out or why they can't donate money here or do this thing. And that's not true for all people, but I mean, it's, it's the, it's the reason that there is 
even amongst the super wealthy, still this idea of like panic and stress is because like even they don't think they're protected enough or mm-hmm. cared for enough or they even 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 they don't have what mm-hmm. they need you know what i mean and i think we could all be guilty of that i'm making more money today than i was 10 years ago i mean mm-hmm. even now like i pull up to the pump i can't remember the last time i couldn't fill my car all the way if i wanted to i might not i might only put 20 bucks in but for the last few years as far back as i can remember i right. put as much as i want in my gas tank because I've got right. the money to do you're so. Not, yeah, you're not thinking about but that. But 10 years ago, there was a limit to what I could put in. Totally. You know what I mean? Right. Totally. And so even now, like if I, if I pull up to the pump and I see it's at like $10 even or $6, I'm like, man, that's that's somebody's real reality going, mm-hmm. I've got to put six bucks in my car to get to where I need to get to so I have other money for my other needs mm-hmm. and right. all I can spare is six bucks. Like that's right. a real present reality yeah. for a lot of people. Yeah. Right. And so the idea that it's not that for me, and it's definitely not for those that are making a lot more than I'm making, I think I think it's easy to lose track of. Um, so I just think it's an interesting thing to kind of like work through and figure out what makes sense for you and what works for you and, and, and how we can sort of like individually or personally buck against this sort of like capitalistic, you know, accumulate, accumulate, accumulate right. type society because... I think it's just super easy to fall into. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I've got it is. I've got, you know, stuff I don't need. I've got streaming services. I've got you know what I mean? Like right. like I said, right. I fill my tank every time. Like I've got more than I need now. But I think I could be saying that ten years from now if I had a million dollars in the bank. You know what I mean? Like I, I think you could at, at whatever level you could still feel does that make sense? Yeah. 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 And it's a person. It's a personal choice. Sure, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. I what, think what's a por- what's a. I mean, just in terms of like, like what you do with what's with what's yours, you know. And so you know, but I think there is a level where you have to check, like, you what, know. What level, I want What level do you think that you need to check yourself? Like for instance, like for me, like I wanna I wanna live with the mentality of. I know I'm gonna be taken care of, you know, and like this is this is how me and my my wife and you know what I'm saying like this is how we approach things like I know I'm gonna be taken care of, you know I got more than what I need, you know, and so my goal and my job is to help take care of others, you know what I'm saying like I take care of my kids. You know, and I take care of my neighbors and like, like, I don't want it to be a situation where somebody's like going in need, you know what I'm saying? Like, but if you had spent the last 10 years not being responsible or not paying off school right, loans, I couldn't help, you know I mean? couldn't help as much exactly, as I could now. Exactly. You know, but I, like, I remember like, for instance, I bought my car, um, for $500 from, it was a 1998 Honda Accord, mm. you know what I'm saying? Stick shift. You know, uh, bought it from my uncle. You know, he <laughs> sold it. No, I take that back. It wasn't five hundred dollars. It was like twenty five hundred dollars. But um, five and I and I much. and please believe it, I made payments on that. But oh, yeah. you know what I'm saying? It wasn't like I dropped twenty five hundred. I made payments. <laughs> you know, and so it was twenty five hundred dollars. You know, but all throughout college, I didn't have a car. But my homeboys. 
you know what I'm saying? And like people I knew or whatever, they would give me rides. I ride the bus sometimes. I would walk sometimes. Sure. But people were always very generous in giving me rides and things like that. And I was like, man, like it, when I get a car, if anybody ever need a ride somewhere, I'm not denying them that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because people have been so generous with me. You know what I'm saying? And it's yeah. like I, I was never in want really per se. You know what I'm saying? Because people were always so generous, you right. know. Or, I mean, if I could, like I said, I would either walk or ride the bus. Sure. You know, my feet work. You know, but, you know, like I said, people were generous with me. So I was like, all right, if my I ever get a car, work. I'm be generous with, <laughs> I'm be generous with, with, uh, with somebody else. Yeah. You know what I that's mean? That's good. And so it's the same type of mentality. Like, I feel like, you know, for me, I feel like God has provided for us in a way that's been like, you know, I mean, we ain't balling, you know, but, you know, like I said, every every blue moon, I'll buy a pair of J's. Sure. You know what I'm saying? Like, I get, like, you know, all this, I get things that I want sometimes. Yeah. yeah. You know, um, and so I'm like, yo, like, I never wanted to be a situation where it's like, I'm just worried about me and what I want, and I'm forgetting about what somebody else may need, or somebody else may need That's something, good. and they either feel like they can't come to me for it or if they do come to me for it, I'm not willing to to engage them in that or give them that or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Because I feel like I've been taken care of and so I feel like it's my responsibility to take care of somebody else. Totally. So And I feel not the opposite. <laughs> I but no, I would say that you're very generous. You well, know what and I'm it's saying? interesting though because even a few minutes ago when you were talking about like your time and your food and all that, I would honestly, and this might be super bougie, I would rather donate a hundred dollars to something I care about than spend an hour with someone. <laughs> no, I don't want to. I'm so so. I don't. I'm not trying to like elevate it. Like, oh, if you're if you're not, you know what? Like my time, bro. I am stingy AF with that. Like, <laughs> but I, don't I think would that rather wrong. let go of my money than let go of my time. Mm. I mean that more with my friends, like people I care about, the okay. community that I've built. Yeah. Right? Because I, I, I don't want to get into it, but there's a dude <laughs> named, I think it's Adam, and it's like Adam ruins everything. Or yeah, yeah. Like that. Yeah, he he's got a true TV show. Yeah, and yeah, I don't yeah. think he has it anymore. I think he does a different one now. But um, They ruined it. But his, <laughs> oh. he, he just goes on and just like ruins you know, normal, so many things. normal things. But one of the things that he talks about is like, how do you actually help everything? Mm. Um, how do you actually help uh, people? You know, like, is it, is it, you know, donating your time? Is oh, it interesting. Like, what does okay. it really look like? Okay. Donating mm-hmm. food and wow. stuff like that. Like, what does it actually look like? And he's like, no, the the number one, and he lays it all out, but he's like, the number one way to actually like affect change is Probably to donate time. money. Oh, really? Money. Oh, great. That's good. Like, don't, your time doesn't matter. Yeah. They, they don't need you here. They have people. Well, and I've heard that before where it's like, you could, you could, um, you could donate your time to go do this thing, or you could pay someone who's a professional and already right. doing it. Right. And it's mm. going to be way better than you right. at it, right. you know? So, yeah, I could definitely it's see like, that argument. Like that kind of stuff. Anyway, I, I, I mean, I'm the opposite in that, like, I start thinking about a few things, right? Mm. One of them being, okay, if I don't save, money now in 40 years i'm gonna be a drain on society because Mm. i will not be able to like when i'm trying to uh when i'm trying to retire when my wife and i are trying to retire we don't have enough money to do you know to retire so i have to continue to work in a like where i would have normally cycled out of the workforce for younger folks to come in blah 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 
um, I get to the spot where I'm like, no, it's it shouldn't necessarily be my my responsibility to take care of those around me mm-hmm. in a in a country that makes so much excess money, right. like so much excess mm-hmm. wealth and all that kind of stuff. So I go, no, the government should be should be the ones that need to pay people at least the ability to live. Mm. You know what I mean? I mean, FDR put the um the when he instituted the federal federal minimum wage, like it was a minimum wage, like a minimum livable wage. And then it just stagnated and never moved. Right. Right. So it's not as like we, you know, we have we have moved into the spot where it's it's morphed into like, no, I mean, a minimum wage job is just that, like a starting point. You know, see, I think you start there. It's like, no, it's not a starting point. It was meant to be able to like you were you were supposed to be able to completely live off of. Yeah. Yeah. See, I think that's very idealistic. No, and it's like not. not not and, put I, it and in not place to, not to like you know and it like I ain't throwing shots. No, no, no. I'm saying that <laughs> existed then. Like, That's why it existed. But I'm saying in like to think, like, I think that thought of the government should. We're like, okay, they should, but let's think about where we live. You know what I'm saying? Let's think one, about one of the richest yes, countries in the entire the world. How the, the hell get did we bag, get that yo. way? No. The, you know what I'm saying? Okay, okay. but the uh, <laughs> I'm saying no. I'm saying of we the other are. top nine richest countries in the world. Almost, I think every single one has has uh, socialized healthcare, socialized. Uh, uh, well, that's medicine. That's still healthcare. I mean, they all they all do exponentially right. m- more things for their for citizens, their citizens yeah. than right. America than America does. And it's not just because oh, America. Uh, how do you think we got there? Like no. Apple, Amazon, uh, Walmart, like those are the people who are just hoarding their wealth. It's not like the government is hoarding that wealth for them. But like, the government don't do anything to stop or that or to, is the to stop problem. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> so I heard that word with so many syllables. It's not idealistic. It should be a reality. It should be, but no, I'm no, saying no, it's, no, no. It's not. It's you're, you're saying it as oh, if it's go. idealistic. I'm saying no. It's not idealistic. The government is not doing what it's supposed to do exactly. by regulating by regulating a government or by regulating the the capitalistic mindset and the companies that exist within it right but what so what i'm saying though so how is that idealistic is ide- it's not happening because it's not happening it's, it's not some and, ideal to ascribe and, to it's saying you actually suck at the job that you have put right. yourself in place at. How, you're not doing what you're supposed long, to do how long has our oh lord has has our what you say? You said how long, and I said oh lord. How long, oh lord? <laughs> but you're saying you're, you're say- not doing the job they're supposed to do. Is that the job they're supposed to do? Because like in a capitalistic society, I mean that's more like that's pull not yourself s- up for your bo- by your own bootstraps essentially. Yeah. No, but that, that but, was put in place for a very different reason. But <laughs> there we go. All right. So, but all I'm saying is, like along with that, how long has has our country said one thing? And done something else, mm. sure, at the expense of the people who are living sure. in said country. You know sure. what I'm saying? Sure. Other than white people, but it and is so not always bad. The thing <laughs> is, as bad as it is now. I, I and would, then we paint the picture. That I would it's venture to say that now. it's a snow. Well I, well, I would say that it's a snowball because the thing is, like, if you look at, and this is why I say. 
Um, how how do you think we got here? You know, like we come over and you know we bulldoze in the name of manifest destiny and take this land and do absolutely nothing for the people that we took the land from. Sure, but right? it wasn't just us. Even though, I mean, we gave them blankets. It was most of Europe. Oh, there it is. But well, yeah, yeah. But I'm saying like. Yet and still, whether it was most of Europe, I'm saying it happened here in America and it displaced the Native Americans. Yeah. You know, and not only did it displace the Native Americans, they they wrote contracts and agreements that they broke. And then, you know what I'm saying? And then slaughtered them. You know what I'm saying? And so it's like... I don't feel like we've ever been a country that's like, all right, we this is what we're going to do, and we're going to stick to it. Take care of the people. We're going to figure out what's right, and we're going to do that. Right. You know, no, we're going to do what's most beneficial and what's, what's going to make us right. the most money. Right, but it, but it has been to the people, the citizens, right, to the citizens. Like, they, we didn't see I, – I think everything that happened um, – the slaughtering of, of Native Americans and all that kind of – the Trail of Tears and the, you know, the Minnetonka Indians and – uh is that minnesota i think i mean there's so much stuff that's happened i'm not disagreeing with you there but what i'm saying is like it's always been at the on the behalf of the citizens we are going to take this land so that our citizens can have more money and more place and more uh more land to the be able citizens to grow more. that we choose th- I, our citizens. I am not disagreeing with you i'm saying at what point do we say like you're not actually doing anything for your citizens who you have called citizens and you have made us citizens? Yeah. Like we're not talking about the slaughtering of Indians who you didn't see as your citizens. Or your citizens. I'm saying we are citizens now. What are you gonna like? When are you gonna do like stuff that everyone else has like been doing for decades? Mm-hmm. You know, like for for their people. Like why why does it seem crazy? It seems crazy to me that we can, uh, we still have people who make no money arguing about whether or not so like socialized healthcare should happen. You're like you can't even afford to go to the doctor, right, for just regular uh, health visits, but you're arguing that I'm not paying for no one else's doctor visits, and you're like, no, dude, you need somebody to pay for your doctor visits. Right, it's not someone else. Right, you're not gonna pay for it. But did, all right, so. For instance, did By y'all the way, watch? I just looked it up. Those blankets had polio in them, so that's super messed up. <laughs> and, and smallpox. <laughs> oh. Did y'all? All right. Did y'all watch Mortal Kombat? No. The new one that just came out. No. No. Nope. And will I Do watch it? Will you? Also, no. No. Okay. All right. Cool. So y'all don't care. Sub Zero, my behind. It. I don't care. I love the, I love the game. I spoil it. So spoiler it's, alert. Essentially, you know what I'm saying. Kano in the movie. <laughs> Sorry, I don't right. know. I don't know his background in the game because I wasn't allowed to play Mortal Kombat when I was little. We used to sneak and play it sometimes. But tell anyway. me, you were raised in a Christian home without, without telling tell me you were raised either. in a Christian home? That's right. <laughs> Three shows I could not watch: Mortal Kombat, Roseanne. Uh huh. Oh, that's The Simpsons. Isn't that so funny, dude? Married no, with children. She's like a, a, a MAGA. Like she got railroaded for being a, a Trump supporter. Right. So my parents, and my so parents many Christians knew. are Trump supporters. My parents but in the 90s, knew. Christians were not allowed to watch Roseanne. That's, that's I love that. So ironic. But uh, <laughs> but uh, so and so Kano in the movie, right? Is this this uh, you know smuggler, drug runner, international the main, criminal? The main kid? Blah blah blah. Huh? The main kid. No, he's not the main kid. He's he's kind of a, he's he's a he's a main character, but 
he's not the main character. Okay. Kano, that's a dope name. Kano, it is a dope name though. But um so he's a so anyway, so he's one of the um the people chosen for Mortal Kombat or whatever. Nice. No honor whatsoever, mm. right? He's chosen to to be on the the team of like the Earth realm, you know, to help save Earth or Great. whatever, right? Anyways, so yeah, so he he's chosen to be on this team. He ends up betraying. Spoiler alert! He ends up betraying the Earth realm and switching to the other side. No way. Who's who's the, who's the other side? The I, it's called. I forgot what it's called. Like under underworld. The something. Whites. Something. The Gar- Guardians of the Globe. Stupid. Yeah, the Guardians <laughs> of the Globe. But uh, I forgot. I forgot what they're called. The we'll we'll say we'll say they're the we'll just say that they're the other world. You know what I'm saying? So he switches to them, right? Earth and two. And so the whole point in that is he started with no honor and no code, mm-hmm. right? And so I think it's so and idealism he ended, being he ended with just, no honor and no code. He oh, not only did he end with no honor and no code, but he did the the dishonorable thing. Mm-hmm. Why do you think that just because he's you know put on this team? That's that's supposed to save Earth. That he's gonna have honor in that mm. and not go what's best for him. You wow. know what I'm saying? He traded that for you know whatever sum of money or whatever, you know. And so my thing, he's had a track record. I did. Okay. He actually, I take that back. I still got a couple minutes that's left. What I thought. But um, because he switches again. Does he really? I don't know. <laughs> no, you didn't watch it. Shut up. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but yeah, you know what I'm saying. And so I feel like it's the exact same way with America in a lot of regard. You know, at what point have we been has, has the and I say we because I count myself as an American, sure. you know, but as a black male, I, I look at America with a lot of cynicism, sure. cynicism, cynicism, cynicism. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I'm like, we've never done the honorable thing mm-hmm. or rarely have we done the honorable thing. And so, at, you know, why would I expect, I think it's idealistic to expect something out of a country that has not, you know, not only has it not looked out for for its citizens as a whole, it's only looked out for certain citizens. And even a sect of those certain citizens weren't even considered citizens at some point. Right. You so know what I'm saying? Yeah. They only, like poor whites, they only started saying, all right, y'all white, y'all with us, so that they wouldn't side with the with the slaves. Right. right. Well, they had already sided with the slaves. Right, right. Exactly. Yes. You know what I'm yes. saying? And so to, and to kind of switch that narrative, Jim, Jim right. Crow. Exactly. And so that being the case, you know, I'm like, why would we, why would, man, I'm like, why would we ever expect, you know, the 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 nation to um to do what's in the best interest and hopefully i hope at one point we get there but i am not surprised in any way shape or form when we don't when we don't do the honorable thing when we don't take care of our citizens well you know i mean it as like it would actually be better for the nation as a whole it would be bottom line it would be money wise like the country would most likely make exponentially more money because more people can participate in in the frivolousness of but if capitalism. I'm, if I'm eating fat and happy, why would I care if you're eating fat and happy? Yeah. Because you will spend more money to make you even fatter and even happier. But if <laughs> I can get fatter and happier, 
because of what Doug was just talking about, like, why do we have one person who has $200 billion? Because he can. And so then why, like, why wouldn't I continue to try and make it $400 billion? Exactly. Yeah, if you read an article about how you might be the world's first trillionaire, like, why would you stop? Why wouldn't right. you try? Like, go for it. So right. there's, there's I'm l- nothing incentivizing you why to stop, stop or slow down. So I want to shout out another podcast real quick. Y'all listen to Hood Politics with Propaganda? I Bro, do, every now and then. So good. It's so good. So the basic concept is that if you can understand the way <laughs> ga- gang life works in the hood, then you Bra- can understand geopolitics. It's so good. He was a history teacher before he became like a full-time rapper. So he's a student of history. He's brilliant. He's a, yeah, he's just awesome. But but he grew up. And in, a degree in color theory, let that sink in. Boom. He grew up in South Central Los Angeles and was never a gangbanger himself, but knows that world. And so basically every episode of the show is about, hey, here's what's going on in America today. And this is how it connects to hood, <laughs> like the hood. Mm-hmm. And and one of the concepts that he talks about every like so often is like the hood is undefeated. Like the set is going to get its own. You know what I mean? So and and that that concept that America is going to look out for its own. We're talking about a a very few select people. So when those decisions are being made to expand land or expand territory or institute policies, I, I, I don't know that they have the people in mind. They have themselves in mind, and and this is not party. This is not partisan. Like everybody's like this. Like if, right. if yeah. you're if you're in that now, capital building, right. you're looking out for yeah. for you first. You know what I mean? With with exceptions, I'm not. I mean, there are there are decent politicians, but I'm just saying like that's the idea that like. They're saying they're going to look out for people or take care of themselves, but, like, the hood comes first. You know what I mean? So it's, like, at, at, at the expense of themselves, there is very little motivation to institute policies or institute things that take care of a larger sect of its citizens. Yeah. You know what I mean? Especially when you consider the inequity and the injustice and all that's that's already established to keep certain people groups down or to see, keep right. see certain corners of those citizens oppressed. Right. And so all that to say, I would like to see, you know, like I guess the the hope or the silver lining, right? Like I would love to see that narrative change, you know? And I think there are, there are things that, that happen that are like, okay, we could be doing a little something here. You know, like they they blocked the uh, the NRA's uh, bankruptcy filing, you know, so that uh, I think so that uh, New York can continue to, I guess, with the um, with the investigation of, I guess, their their corrupt practices or whatever. Uh, I probably butchered like how that's, you know, said or whatever. But, um, you know, but but blocking the NRA's, you know, bankruptcy filing because they're trying to dismantle the NRA, you know. I'm like, man, all right. That cool. that may be a step in the right direction. You know, and not that I have anything against guns or anything like that, blah blah, blah you know, whatever. You know, but they're they're doing that because of corrupt practices, you sure. know, abuse of 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 power and, and spreading false information. You know what I'm saying? And so I'm like, okay. You know, but at the same time, you always got the question in the back of your mind, is that just a political move? Mm. What's the or what's are the they really looking to do right? Right, you know yeah. what I'm saying, and so I'm I'm like I would love to be proved wrong. I'm like, prove me wrong, prove me wrong. 
you know, you say you want to have your your citizens in mind. Prove me wrong. Do do what's best for all your citizens. You know, universal basic income. I'm all about it, baby. Yang gang. Yang gang. <laughs> no Yo, joke. what if we got uh, what's his name, Andrew Yang? Yeah. To uh, the sponsor the pod. <laughs> <laughs> he got the money. So we did some sponsors. So speaking of our Patreon, not a sponsor. Oh my gosh, I'm just kidding. All right, we're gonna wrap it up. Y'all good? I'm good, man. I'm good. Y'all got me. On, <laughs> y'all got me on one today. That's good, man. That's good. You, y'all you, got me on one today. You told day. us you, uh, you, uh, you were coming in hot. I'm saying, dude. All right. Cool. We want to thank you guys for listening and for supporting the show. Um, as always, we want to encourage you and get involved and be a part of the conversation with us. Uh, with that said, I'm Doug Ogden. And I am Kenny Roberts. We will talk to y'all again real soon. Why is he But it's hilarious. Black, white, black, white, and mixed. Black, white, and mixed. Thank you for listening to the Black, White, and Mixed podcast. We love being able to engage with our listeners, so don't forget to reach out to us on Twitter and Instagram at the BWM Pod. Or you can email us at bwmpodcastmail at gmail.com. Thank you so much. Black, white, black, white, and mixed. Black, white, and mixed. Come on, black, black, black.